Welcome back to the Step Into Your Power podcast. I'm your host, Danny Underwood, a lawyer turned mindset coach and a mum. This podcast is here to delve into all things mindset and self-development to help you step into your power and become the best version of yourself. Welcome back to another episode of the Step Into Your Power podcast. So today I wanted to do an episode about my view on hustle culture and the difference between allowing yourself to rest to avoid burnout versus being lazy. So I just want to preface this by saying I don't love the word lazy uh, and that's just because I feel like it probably has negative connotations but it is a word that I have seen floating around the internet recently and I've seen a few people talking about being lazy and that being the reason why people don't reach their goals is because they're simply lazy. So I wanted to unpack that a little bit and also unpack hustle culture and talk about how to know when you actually need to rest to avoid burning out or there are times that I guess you're going to need to push to achieve your goals and how to know the difference between when to push and when to, I guess, take the pedal off the metal for a little bit. So I'm going to unpack all of that in today's episode and I want to start off by talking about hustle culture and how it tends to be glorified. So there's a lot of people online showing how hard they're working, you know, they're up at 4 or 5 a.m. and they're just go, go, go from the moment they wake up to cram everything into their day. They're doing lots of different things and you might look at that and glorify them, I guess, because they seem to show that perhaps they have a lot of things in their life and yeah, it it just seems to be glorified to be going 24-7 and even not online. You know, there's this there's this mentality around no days off. And even especially as like business owners, I'm seeing a lot of people saying, oh, I don't need to take days off my business because I love what I do so much that I just work every day. And I get that to an extent, but I also do not think that it is healthy to be working 24-7. Even if you love your business, when you don't allow yourself to rest and do other things, then that is when you'll actually start to resent your business. But this is in relation to everything. Even if you're not a business owner, even if you're an employee, right? It's like if you are constantly working and you're not allowing yourself to have a break, even if you love your job, there's going to come a point where you start resenting it because that becomes your whole life and it consumes you. And no one wants that. Like that is not healthy. So I think that it's really, really important that we recognize this and that we stop putting so much pressure on ourselves to work 24-7 and to get up at 4am so that we can fit everything into our day. Like if you honestly like getting up at 4am and you still allow yourself time to rest and you know you're going to bed at a reasonable time so you can still get eight hours sleep, then fine. Like I'm not saying there's anything wrong innately with getting up at 4am, but what I'm saying, I guess, in my eyes, seems to be contributing to this hustle culture is 
people that are like going to bed at 10 or 11 p.m. and then up at 4 a.m. Like that's just not adequately looking after your body. Like you shouldn't be working or doing so much in your day that you can't even get eight hours of quality sleep at night. Like for me, that's a bare minimum in looking after myself. So it's really important that when you're looking at other people or seeing things online about other people's lives and their beautiful houses and, you know, the cars they drive and perhaps the money that they're saying they make, I just want to encourage you to stop glorifying that. Like it's all well and good to have those goals of wanting that big house, wanting that nice car, wanting to go on those holidays and to make that money. And there's nothing wrong with that. But I think we want to have those goals and work towards them in a healthy manner rather than glorifying and perpetuating this hustle culture of no days off and work, 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 work. Otherwise you're lazy I just don't think that that is helpful. And again, these are my personal views, but I did want to do an episode on this today to share with you my views on what I'm seeing and how I think that's impacting other people. And even for myself, like I can be very, very hard on myself. And so if there's, you know, additional hours in my day that I think I could be being productive or doing things, I can be guilty of cramming more work or additional tasks in there. And sometimes I do have to remind myself that I don't have to be productive 24 seven, that it's okay and actually necessary to allow myself to have breaks and rest and that I don't have to cram my days full to get, you know, squeeze as much out of them as possible. And that's a good reminder for, for all of you as well who are listening. This is your reminder, if you haven't already, to click the link in the show notes and join my free five-day intuition ignition challenge. So this is for you if you are feeling lost or stuck in life and want to tap into your innate wisdom to help you find the answers you are seeking. So even if you aren't necessarily seeking answers on something specific right now, learning how to tap into your intuition is one of the most powerful resources that you can use to unlock your full potential and bring you clarity whenever you are faced with a decision in life. Intuition Ignition is going to be hosted via Facebook. So there'll be a Facebook group where I will drop in daily with one strategy to help you connect with your intuition and there will be a community of other women in there and an opportunity for you to share your experiences, what's dropped in for you, and to ask any questions that you may have. So if you want to join, and I would love to have you there, then click the link in the show notes. I can't wait to see you inside. So this thing that I'm seeing about people saying you're lazy and that's the reason why you haven't achieved your goals, my view on that is yes, when you are working towards something, there does have to be sacrifices at times and you are going to have to do uncomfortable things and things that you don't necessarily want to do. Because at the end of the day, when you are growing, when you are stretching, when you are expanding, when you're becoming a new version of yourself, you have to leave your comfort zone. And in leaving your comfort zone, you're always going to feel discomfort, right? That's part of it. That's part of growth. So Yes, you're going to have to push yourself to do those things and it's not always going to feel amazing and be rainbows and butterflies. There is going to have to be an element of self-discipline here and, you know, self-discipline 
is a form of self-love because what you are doing is you are delaying gratification of what you want now or what feels good for you right now so that your future self can have what you want most or can feel how you want to feel. But it's delaying that gratification from now until the future. And often, you know, when we say no to instant gratification, that often equals longer lasting gratification in the future, but it can mean discomfort in the present. And so in that sense, you are going to have to exercise self-discipline. You're going to have to have structures and perhaps accountability in place when you're working towards things to keep you going because it's human nature to want to take the easy road and to not want to do the hard stuff. And so, yes, there is an element to some people, I guess, can be lazy. But as I said, I don't really like the word lazy because it has really negative connotations. My take on it is rather than saying you're not achieving your goals because you're lazy, it's you're not achieving your goals because you're not taking the action required to get you there. You know, I think that that is more of an accurate summary of perhaps why people aren't achieving their goals. And if that's resonating with you, you don't need to feel guilty about that. And again, with the word lazy, I I feel like that puts guilt upon people and makes them feel bad, which I don't think that that's helpful because when you beat yourself up or beat yourself down essentially, you make yourself feel worse and then that's likely going to perpetuate this sense of not taking action or helplessness even because you're telling yourself, I'm a piece of crap, I can't do that, I can't even get myself to do this and then what you tell yourself becomes your reality and you live that out. So the more you beat yourself down and say those negative things to yourself, then the more that you're going to not take the action that you're required. So I think we need to shift the dialogue from being lazy to you're not taking the action that you need to take in order to get you where you want to be. And that hopefully instills less guilt in people, but just helps them realize perhaps where they're going wrong, why they're not achieving their goals, because there has to be a sense of self-responsibility and self-discipline, as I said, but also self-awareness, right, as to why haven't I achieved what I want to achieve, you actually have to be aware, consciously aware of, uh, okay, I'm running these patterns and I'm not actually taking the action that I need to take. And that, once you realize that, that can then kick you into gear. And we want to build ourselves up and encourage ourselves and say, you know what, it's just one small action that I'm going to take today. And get that done and have some accountability or have a habit tracker or, you know, make the thing as easy as possible for yourself. Instead of trying to force yourself to get up at 4am to go to the gym and you're just not a morning person, it's like, let's schedule the gym into your day at a time where it does work for you, where you feel energized or where it's going to be easier for you to get to. Because if you're scheduling it at an unrealistic time where you know you're not going to get out of bed or you're not a morning person or you don't have energy in the morning, then you're going to make things harder for yourself. And it might even just be, you know, going for a walk. It might be going for a 30 minute walk after work in the evening. If that feels better for you and more achievable than going to smash out a really hard cardio or weights workout at 4am that you just think, you know, you keep saying you're going to do it, but you find yourself never doing it. It's like, maybe you need to adjust your approach 
So you're taking some action rather than saying you're going to do the thing and then you just don't do the thing because it's all too hard. It's adjusting the approach to something that you can get your head around, that you can do, even though it may still feel a bit scary. It's like, you know, you can commit to doing that and you make it as easy as possible for yourself. And I think those small actions and being able to be flexible in your approach and adjusting your approach, depending on what feedback you're getting from yourself, you know, it's being, again, self-aware and noticing every time I set this intention, I don't actually do that. Why is that? And how can I then adjust my approach so that I'm still taking steps and taking action towards that goal, but maybe taking a different path to get there? So that's my take on this thing that seems to be floating around the internet. And I've seen multiple people saying it is this whole thing about being lazy And I think we need to reframe and adjust our wording of that so that we can actually, instead of feeling guilty about perhaps our lack of action, we can just become a bit more self-aware and we can realize, oh, it's actually me that's not taking the action that I'm required to take to get where I want to be. But instead of calling ourselves lazy and making ourselves feel worse about it and then not being able to take any action from that spot of feeling really down and bad about it. And then we just perpetuate that cycle. It's reframing that to, okay, I'm not taking the action I need to take. What action do I actually need to take? If I really want to achieve this goal or I want to create this change in my life, I know I'm responsible for that. So what actions do I need to take? And how can I be flexible in my approach to ensure that I'm setting myself up for success and then listening to your constant feedback that you're getting from yourself when you are doing those things to make it as easy as possible for you. And I also want to say here that there are different seasons in your life. So there are times, as I said, that you're going to have to practice self-discipline. You're going to have to push to do the things that you don't want to do, even though I'm saying you want to make them as easy as possible and you want to be flexible and adjustable in your approach, there are still going to be times that you know you need to do the thing and it doesn't necessarily feel amazing, but you know you need to get it done. And so that comes back to exercising self-discipline as a form of self-love and reminding yourself that you're doing this for your future self and you're delaying the gratification now for longer-term gratification in the future, which is what you want most. Rather than choosing what feels good now, you're choosing what you want most for the future. But you don't want to be pushing yourself all the time. Yeah, so there's these seasons of life and when we're talking about goals and creating change in our life, we don't want to be setting, you know, 30 goals at once because again, that's going to be all too overwhelming. You're not going to have enough time in your day to achieve those things. And so I think it's really important that you focus on, you know, one or two major goals at a time so that you can really give your all to those goals. And then, you know, if you go through periods of having to push, allow yourself after those periods of pushing to take a step back and take a break because as with everything in life, there needs to be balance. Yeah. So this whole thing with hustle culture, there is no balance in that because you're just constantly go, go, go. It's work seven days a week, no days off, don't need to rest, blah, 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 blah. And that's not healthy because there's no balance in there. But on the flip side, if you are just vegging out on the couch every day, seven days a week, watching Netflix, that, I wouldn't say that that is balanced either. So we want to find some middle ground between pushing, but also allowing ourselves to rest 
And so with the different seasons in life, if you go through a really busy period in your life or a period of massive change or a period where you've really had to stretch yourself and push yourself or use your self-discipline and you've achieved a goal, rather than jumping straight to the next thing and trying to keep push, 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 which is eventually going to lead to burnout, I would suggest that you... Take a step back, you allow yourself to have a bit more rest and recuperate and recharge your batteries so that then when the next, you know, time comes up that you do need to push again or when you are ready to, to take on that next goal, you have the energy to push because you your energy tank or your fuel tank will, will get to empty if you are always just pushing and never refueling, if that makes sense. So you do need to recognize the different seasons in your life. And even for myself, you know, this is something that I am still managing because as I said, you know, I struggle with as well, wanting to be productive all the time. And it's a big thing for me to remind myself and and I've had to relearn how to rest and find the things that bring me joy. Sorry that I don't feel bored, I guess, when I'm resting. It's like, what are the things that bring me joy in? And that is connection with others and, you know, moving my body and doing creative things. So it's finding those things for you that bring you joy and allowing yourself time to do those things, to recharge the batteries and allowing yourself to go through different seasons of life Uh, and you know, especially for me and, and anyone that becomes a new mother, like that season is going to be a whole new, especially if if it's your first child, you know, that season of, of motherhood, especially in the newborn phases, like you can't expect yourself to be pushing yourself to go to the gym at 4am with a baby that doesn't sleep and cries all night. Like that's just not achievable. And that's going to lead to burnout and, and your body when you get burnt out starts to shut down and you get sick, right? That is a sign that your body's saying, hang on, I need to rest. You're doing too much. And so even for me, I used to get sick all the time because I was just doing, 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 and I never allowed myself to rest and I would feel guilty when I rested. Um, But now, you know, this year we're in September and I've been sick once, which was back in like February. So I got through winter without even getting one cold. And that is because I feel like this year I've really focused on prioritizing, you know, not only filling my body with nutrients and whatnot, but also prioritizing time to rest so that my body doesn't get so run down, that my immune system goes to rubbish. And so find yourself getting sick all the time. Listen to what your body's telling you. And for me, that's a massive indicator that it's time to slow down and it's time to rest. Because if you don't consciously make that decision, your body will make that decision for you. And it's usually at the most inconvenient times when you actually have something on or something major that you're wanting to do or push for, that's when your body will get sick. So to avoid that, we want to have these intentional times of rest and periods and acknowledge the different seasons in our life and be able to navigate and understand when is time to push and when is time to rest. And I think lastly, I just want to highlight the fact that the difference between allowing yourself to rest versus being lazy or just not taking action. I think resting is actually a very intentional act of self-care. Like allowing yourself to take a step back and to chill out and to recharge your batteries should come from an intentional place. It's recognizing when your mind and body need a break 
and being intentional about that and doing something that brings you joy. The other major key point that I wanted to highlight here is balance. It's important to strike a balance between being productive and resting, right? So it's, as I said, it's not that you can't have any days on the couch with a bag of chips watching Netflix. It's just striking that balance between productivity and resting. If you fall, you know, too far on the end of resting spectrum, that's when you can feel unpurposeful, you can feel stagnant, you can feel depressed, and you can feel pretty shitty about your life. Whereas when you fall too far on the other end of the spectrum in, you know, wanting to be productive 24-7 and do everything right now and not having patience and setting 10 goals at once and wanting to go all in on everything, that doesn't feel good either. One, that's overwhelming. Two, your mind and body literally will get sick or, you know, won't feel their best. They won't be optimized because you're not designed to be going all the time and so when you're too far on that end of the spectrum which is I can see as kind of being promoted uh, on social media at the moment I'm going to say that that's not healthy either right we want to find a healthy balance in the middle we want to be able to honor ourselves and be able to rest without feeling guilty but we also don't want to completely avoid our responsibilities and just allow ourselves to procrastinate. So it's tuning in and becoming a little bit more self-aware. When you're setting your goals, it's looking at, okay, what are the little steps that I need to take? And, you know, let's just choose one or two steps a day for me to put into my schedule and, you know, one or two goals at a time so I'm not overwhelming myself. And let's work towards them and let's have some patience. Instead of saying, I want to do everything at once because I want everything here and now. I want the car, I want the house, I want the holidays all this year. And it's like, well, even if you try and do everything at once, as I said, you're probably going to burn out and get sick and not actually be able to do everything you want to do anyway. So you're probably still not going to get what you want. So my advice is just set a couple of goals at once and allow yourself time and patience to tick those things off. You don't have to have everything right now and enjoy the journey, enjoy the process. And like I said, be flexible in your approach, but also know the difference between when you're starting to fall into a trap of procrastination and stagnation versus actually needing to rest and intentionally creating time and space for you to rest and being purposeful with that so that you can re-energize so that you can push forward with your goals if that is the season in in life that you're at. And if you're in a season of not setting goals at the moment, that's okay as well, yeah? We don't want to have to be chasing goals all the time for like the next 80 years of our life. Like you're allowed to just enjoy life and take a back seat for a little bit. Uh, And there will be times in life where it's like you've achieved a lot and now it's time just to take a step back and have a breather and enjoy everything that you've achieved instead of continually working towards something more. So allow yourself to do that. So anyway, I hope that you all enjoyed today's episode and me sort of unpacking my view on hustle culture and the difference between allowing yourself to rest and being lazy And as always, if you enjoyed today's episode, I would love for you to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to the pod and also share on Instagram and tagging me at Mindset with Danny is so appreciated and I love seeing you all tuning in. And if you want to join my free five-day intuition ignition challenge, then don't forget to click the link in the show notes and register. As always, I hope you guys have an amazing week and I will speak to you soon. Bye, guys.